Rejoice, Bachelor Nation. Bachelor Party is the podcast for you. Juliet Lippman is here to break down every detail and piece of drama from the latest episode of a Bachelor franchise. Joined by fellow superfans, members of Bachelor Nation, and Ringer colleagues, this is the one-stop shop for all your Bachelor needs. Check out Bachelor Party on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Experience the thrilling burst of delicious cherry flavor with the crisp and refreshing Pepsi Wild Cherry. Also available in zero sugar, diet, and mini cans. Pepsi Wild Cherry is the perfect way to indulge your wild side. From a Friday night binge watch to a raucous evening of pizza and sweatpants with your friends, Pepsi Wild Cherry lets everyone get wild their way. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. This episode is brought to you by Ugg. Y'all know Ugg is a brand that athletes wear all the time in the tunnel and on travel days. Well, I bet you think Ugg season is only during the colder months of the year. Oh, contraire. You're wrong. You need to check out the latest spring drop from Ugg. They have everything from sandals to clogs. I like the sandals. Ugg has you covered for your next spring adventure, shop the Golden Collection at UGG.com. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to welcome you all back to the Death Taxes and Bananas podcast. Now listen, I know a lot of you are going to be disappointed this week because you have gotten so used to talking about or hearing me talk about spies, lies, and allies, and you guys are probably all just so immersed and infatuated with this season of the challenge that you are probably all going to be disappointed that we're taking a week off from talking about spies, lies, and allies. And that's because, I don't know if you know this, but there is a new challenge that is out right now. It's a throwback. It's a testament to our forefathers who blazed the challenge trail before even your boy Johnny Bananas was around. And I decided this week to take a little bit of a different direction. Now, this season on Spies, Lies, and Allies, we've got some heroics. We've seen a few heroes. But as the saying goes, heroes come and go. Legends never fucking die. So I figured what better way right. to kick off the challenge All-Stars 2 season recap. The, one of the most legendary players to ever play the game. First ballot Hall of Famer. The Mount Rushmore of challengers. My main man, Darrell. Welcome to the podcast, dude. Thanks for having me, man. Thanks for having me. Appreciate the love, man. Bro, first of all, I got to say, what's going on behind you? Is this like some fancy Zoom backdrop? Are you trying to just like throw up my face? I'm sitting here in... Uh, in a bedroom, man, you've got literally like the Pacific Ocean behind you. What is this? Yeah, man, it's family time, man. You know, we're on a little cruise right now. The kids are out there, out there doing their little Zumba with the mom and they're ice skating, which I'm not going to do. So, uh, yeah, we're just on a little cruise, a little family time. This is family time. How do I get part of your Can you adopt me? How do I become part of your family? Hey, for every challenge that I do, I have to take my challenge on a family vacation. That's the deal. We haven't <laughs> talked about it, me and the wife, but it's just something okay. I come to realize in order for them to let me go, I got to treat them as well. I always wonder how that works because, and we'll get into All-Stars too, obviously, um, but the All-Stars challenge, there's a lot of, I think, differences between the cast members 
uh, on on the the flagship season and All Stars. One of them being a lot of of the people coming back have careers, real jobs, families, nine to fives, hip replacements. So when <laughs> you ask or when you or when you get the call, what's that conversation like with your wife? You're like, babe, listen, uh, daddy's got to go earn some bacon, and she's like, all right, I can do that. However. You know what you got to do on the back end. You're taking me on a. You're taking me on a a, a vacation. Is that how it works? It's kind of a, a give and take. Yeah. No. I just. You know. It's it's a lot. It's a lot shorter. It's a lot shorter. It's only about five weeks. So my wife, she knows I have a better chance of winning too. I think because I am a little older. Yep. So therefore, she says, "Go ahead and you better and you better fucking win." And the kids say the same thing. So long as I win, but as you saw in the first season. Came up short, so they want they want to see they want to see uh, Papa win. So that's the whole goal. Which is for someone like me, who obviously um, has followed the challenge for a long time, been involved in the challenge for a long time. You know who the heavy hitters are. You know who the players are in the game. I mean, you've done something that no one has ever done, um, and that is win four challenges back to back to back to back and. I've only won two back-to-back, and that was, in my opinion, one of the most difficult things I've ever had to do. So for someone like you who's won, I mean, four times in a row, <laughs> that's something that I don't think is ever going to gonna uh, happen again. So, yeah, so going into your first season of All-Stars <laughs> and not being able to take home that W, um, what was that like? Because, I mean, showed up to the top of the mountain, you see Yes standing there, um, probably not someone that, that that you were that thrilled getting beat by. Uh, I heard I heard actually he's a huge fan of the podcast. Actually, I heard he's not. I heard he actually hates what I do on here. Uh, so when you walked up to the top of the mountain, you saw Yes standing there. I mean, what what, what was that like? Ah, uh, you know, man, it was one of those things. Man, I think I got too big headed. As soon as we made it to that second night, as soon as TJ said we are all alone and we are free, I was like, I got this shit in the bag. It's easy. It's nothing. And I took off. And uh, I think I took off maybe a little bit too fast. And, uh, I didn't, I, you know, I didn't give, I didn't give credit when it was due. I mean, this guy fucking, that's all he does is hike mountains in his, in his free time. And I didn't put that in consideration. I just thought I had it in the back. And he was a better man. You know, it's that simple. I mean, I got to say, I was a yes fan in the beginning, but then once I heard how much he hates my podcast, because listen, I like to listen. I play a different game, man. I like to go into the house. I like to stir stuff up. I like to be a little controversial here and there. And I think like there, then there's guys like him that are just like so positive about like obnoxiously positive about everything. And I'm like, nobody's this nice all the time. You know what I mean? Nobody is this nice all the time. So was that how he was in the house as well? But was it hard walking up to the top of the mountain and seeing a guy like him standing there? Bro, I'm telling you, he's a nice dude, man. It's kind of hard not to not like him. And I don't know where you get this, where he doesn't like you. He never said nothing bad about you. I've never heard him say anything bad about well, you. R- rumor has it on All-Stars 3, here's a little spoiler. He told Wes the reason that he hates Wes and doesn't like me is because of mine and Wes's conversation on the podcast. Um, all right, so you've obviously done – you're one of the, 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 the few cast members now who has – Basically, um, double dipped, if you would, into the challenge, flagship challenge, and now all stars. 
What are some of the differences between All-Stars and the regular challenge? What would you say stand out to the most? You what? What's more difficult? What's easy? What do you like? What do you dislike? I would have to say All-Stars is a lot more, feels like at home. Um, everybody's more mature. Like you said, everybody has careers. Everybody's already been down this road. They already done their shows. They're not looking for to get on payroll. Whereas on the flagship, you got a lot of these kids from other different shows and they want to keep coming back. So they try to be extra. I've never really had too many problems, but you could tell that they're not genuinely being themselves. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. So they're trying to get on payroll where on all stars, everybody's been on payroll. What you see is what you get, you know? So there's a lot of, there's a lot of phonies and a lot of actors and posters on, on the flagship. Uh, yeah. Or maybe this? it's just different times. Maybe it's no, just, maybe it's no, just different it, times. It is different you know, times. Maybe I'm getting old. Well, maybe it's something getting old. You know, the first sign of when you get old is when you say they don't make the music like they used to. And I have been saying that about hip hop. So once you start saying that, that's the first sign is you're getting a little, you're maturing, should I say. Or when you walk into a club and you're like, is it just me or is the music really fucking loud in here? I find myself doing <laughs> All that now. that, yeah. I walk into a yeah. club and I'm like, yeah. damn, it's loud. Can we go tell the DJ to turn this down? Yeah, you know, now they're taking the pictures like this. What is this? Yeah, it's like my nostril. What it's like that? my nos my nostril hair is vibrating when I walk into a club. Yeah. All right, so no, dude, you you are one hundred percent spot on, and I've actually mentioned this before, um, in, in in prior podcasts. When you think about it, when we first started, when you first started, when I first started, when a lot of the OGs first started, the landscape was different, right? When Road Rules was on, when you when you did your first season of Road Rules. I mean, what, there was maybe Survivor and, and and maybe Big Brother were the only other two reality television shows on TV. Social media hadn't hadn't been invented yeah. yet, um, you know, and people were going on reality television was still in its infancy and people were going on reality TV for the experience. People went on the challenge to compete. People didn't go on because they wanted to to build a following or because they wanted likes or because they wanted to gain clout or because they wanted to be an influencer. So has yeah. that conversation, I mean, being in the all-stars house, is it kind of like with the people there, has that conversation taken place and you kind of look at the people there and you're like, like you said, you feel like home and you're like, all right, I'm, 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 you know, amongst family. It's funny you say that because we actually, I was actually talking about that, like on a flagship show, everybody's talking about how many likes or not likes, but how many followers they have, or they'll be talking about other people. Oh, they got this many followers or this many on, on all-stars. You're not talking about that. You're talking about your kids. You're talking about life experiences. You're talking about the past. Oh, I remember this. I remember that. You know what I mean? So it's like a camaraderie. It's like a good old family reunion. You yeah. know what I mean? And like some of the people I've never met on all-stars, it's my first time meeting them, which is cool. Like I never met Jasmine before, you know, and she's a little firecracker. Um, I never met, uh, I met Melinda very, 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 uh, quick. It was like one of these little things, but never, you know, met her before. So it's kind of, like I said, like an old family reunion with all your, your old distant cousins in a way, which is nice. And that was how I felt watching the first season of all stars. And, and, and this one is before I was on the show, man, I was a fan, right? I still am a fan. It's like when I watch, I watch the challenge especially the all-star season. And you're seeing, you know, the, 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 the Mark Longs, the Cyruses, the tech monies, um, you know, the, the Durrells, the Derricks, like guys that I watched on the show before I did it. And it's almost like, like you said, like you feel like it's like a throwback, man. And there's like this nostalgia that goes along with watching the show. 
And I, I know that personally as a part of the family and as a fan, that's why I like watching it. But for fans, I mean, all stars really has gotten a, an amazing response um, from, from the fans and from the, you know, the, the, the challenge diehards. Why do you think the old school players and the old school format and seeing a lot of the vets, the true vets, the OGs, because that word gets thrown around way too cavalierly these days. Why do you think <laughs> All-Stars resonates so well with the fans? And why do you think there's been such a positive response to it? Well, I think a lot of the fans, they invested a lot of time in us. You know, they grew up or went through college watching the whole season, like maybe watching Key West, Florida, your whole season. Um, and then watching a few challenges. Um, and I think that they, as they see us grow, they've grown through us with us. So I think that's why they like All-Stars, because they're bringing us all back, people that they can relate to. Like, oh, I remember at college, I watched these two seasons and, you know, I remember seeing Johnny. I remember seeing Derek. Oh, fuck, they're back on. Wow. You know, so they come back to it. You know, a lot of the 40 year olds, 30 year olds, whatever, a lot of even some 50 year olds. I hate to say it, you know, um, not in a bad way, but it's it's just good. It's refreshing. You know, we have the challenge and by we, I mean the challenge and, you know, obviously road rules, real world. We have, I think, not just the greatest but the most unique fan base, in my opinion, of any other show on television. And it's for the exact reason you just pointed out, which is there are fans who have been following us since we since our first season on the challenge. And they've grown with us. They've grown up. They've grown old. They've watched us, you know, make all of our mistakes on, on, on television. And I think that's one of the reasons, again, going back to your point why there's this th th this thirst and this hunger and this um longing i guess you would say uh for the the, the all-stars and the ogs to come back because a lot of them they feel like they've gotten to to, to know you they feel like they they know you you know like personally oh they and do they they do know us <laughs> they'll bring up shit you don't even remember that you said you run into them at a club or somewhere and they just, I'm like, yeah. I do know more about the shows than I've, that, that I've been on than I do. And I think that's, what's being lost when it comes to how they're casting the challenge these days. And they think that they can just swap out, you know, a, a, a Derek for a Gabo or, you know, and, and, and you can take new cast members from different shows and just replace them and fans aren't going to notice. And I made this comparison last time. It's like, you know, it is. we're getting older, bro. It's like new technology. I don't want to learn new technology. I don't want to learn how a new phone works. I don't want to learn a new social media platform. I don't want to learn new apps. And that's how I think fans are as well. They're happy with what they've got. They love the, the, the people that they've grown up with and they've gotten to know. They don't want to make new friends. And yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah. what they need to really when it comes to casting the show need, need to focus on more is understanding that fans know exactly what they want. Okay. And what they want. And I think, again, this is, this is a, 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 a reflection of the amount of, of, of attention and hype it's gotten. Fans want nostalgia. They want to see who they're comfortable with and they want to see who they love. Yeah. There's a few though. There's a few they bring along that, that, that are good for the show. I think, you know, Kyle's fucking hilarious, man. And he competes, you know, 100 percent. what you see is what you get. And what you see is what you get. He's genuinely that guy. He wants to bust your balls. And that means he likes you. He's going to talk shit, you know, and, you know, he calls it like he sees it, you know. So there's a few that, that are good for it, though. There are 100 percent exceptions to the rule. And, and, and I said ever since uh, the fresh meat 
I think Fresh Meat 1 and Fresh Meat 2 were the most successful injections of new talent into the franchise in the history of the show when it comes from outside, you know, when, when, when it comes, you know, when, when we're talking about yeah, yeah. different franchises, are you the one, Big Brother, uh, you know, Love Island, whatever the hell they're throwing at the show these days. I mean, dude, we've got every reality television show on earth now is like the, the, the bullpen uh, for the challenge. When they did World of Worlds 1, or I'm sorry, when they did Vendettas, which is the first time there was that introduction of the UK. That was Rogan, Kyle, Melissa, Joss, and um, Kaylee. And I thought that that was such a great introduction of, of new talent. And then World of Worlds 1 was the same. When they brought on Bear, when they brought on Theo, and when they brought on Zahida, they brought on all these other Georgia, all these other fa- Turbo, fantastic television personalities. And my... my uh, uh, analysis of why that was is because these select or these uh, personalities in the UK already had like established fan bases and established characters, and they had and they weren't necessarily coming on to try and make a name for themselves, or they didn't have to be extra above and beyond to try and gather a following because they already had that. And I felt like that was a lot like some of the old school challengers where a lot of us already have an established fan base. We already have, you know, an established name and brand. And we're not sitting here every episode or, you know, trying to be extra and be in front of the cameras to make that happen. So um, it's going to be very difficult to find those diamonds in the rough these days. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. What about the competitors? What about the the cast members, you know, switching back to All-Stars, showing up on... The, the season now. I mean, do you look at some of them? You're like, these people have just given up on life. Cause some of them have, I, I looked at some of them and I'm like, damn, I would have much rather just kept the image I had of you when, when, when you disappeared from the show, they show back up and it's like, man, man. Well, they, they still show up and compete, man. It's uh, I will say I have the upper hand because I did all stars one and coming on two, you can see it, especially on that first challenge. You can see it on their face, on the bus, the energy. And I'm, you know, it's, I'm nervous because I'm worried about a goddamn crane being there. But yeah. them, you could just see they got all this anxiety. They're getting, they're warming up early. It's like, bro, we're not going to do shit for another two hours. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. um, I wouldn't say, <laughs> I ain't going to say they gave up on life. They're trying to find <laughs> themselves back. That's why they come back on the challenge. They went off the beaten path. They went off the beaten path. I know you can't. They went off the beaten path for a little bit. They're trying to find their way back. Competition wise though. There has been there was a there's a dramatic difference. A lot of these cast members going from season one to season two seemed like season one, whether you guys were were because I what I heard was that was you guys were told, oh, yeah, you're going to be showing up and playing camp games. And then you showed up day one and it was like an actual challenge, like swimming out, diving down. I mean, people were drowning. I think that they, was I think, not that was not bro. That was not that hard. That was wasn't. not okay. that, that water was not cold. That water okay. was not cold. I was I didn't need a towel one time. <laughs> you did left. That was it. All right. All right. I, did, I didn't need a towel the whole time from when we started to TJ gave the once we got in the water and then TJ told the winners, I did not need a towel until we It was got difficult to tell to if change. there was shrinkage going on, especially when Alton's in a in, in, in a in a speedo, because Man. there's no amount of shrinkage <laughs> well, on earth go- that's gonna affect that guy. <laughs> yeah, that's that like was a rhinoceros. Cold, man. And- <laughs> 
And if you're scared for, to go underwater, you're scared. Some people are scared of going underwater. You know what I mean? I was surprised they said no life jackets. I was like, oh, shit. Because, you know, in a regular challenge, they're always making us wear these damn life jackets, and I hate it. You know? I love that. That, that first episode, man, that... You know what? You know what? Also, I think separates the, the 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 old school from the new school is, and I and and when it comes to the challenge, you you know who kind of like who who narrates the episode. The narration is very important, and I thought and and, and it's the sound bites that you get are just different. Like there are people who are actually genuinely funny, and 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 and. And and they're like soundbite machines. And that's another thing that, that that's kind of gone by the wayside. And it was just so refreshing with all stars to kind of like to get that back. Because again, when we were cast, the casting process back in the day is so much different than it is now. For I don't know if you know like what the stats were or however when it came to road rules, but when you were on road rules, that was at like the height of road rules popularity, right? Pretty yeah, much. Yeah. Yeah. So when I did the real yeah, world, yeah. I mean real world was still like at the height of its popularity as well. And when it came to casting, I was one of 200,000 applicants for the, for, for, for the real world. And I'm sure road rules was the same. So to make it to the top and to separate yourself from the rest of the pack and to actually get cast on the show, there had to be something special about, uh, about you. Um, I know what it was. It was the I was going to say it was the hair I, for me. 100%. <laughs> I was actually just going to bring that up. What, what in the name of fucking sideshow Bob was that? Did you lose a bet or was that just like you were like, no, this is a good one, nah, man, bro. You know what it is, man. I had it's funny because I had just started boxing uh, probably in November. The Golden Gloves were in February. And I was like, you know what? I'm a, I'm a sign up for the Golden Gloves novice, of course. Dyed my hair blonde and it was short. And that was just the aftermath of growing it out. Okay. <laughs> that was just it's growing out. It was all was growing it. out. I usually had, and I, I don't even remember doing that fucking video, but now after watching it, and I remember them hitting me up, saying, Hey, we need a video of you. Can you submit a video? It's like, I ain't got no camera. So, and they was like, We need it now. So, we need it within the next day. So, I tried to get my hair braided, couldn't get my hair braided. So, I went to a fucking radio shack, bought some <laughs> little camera, couldn't get my hair braided. It looked like I just got off of work for working for FedEx, you know. Work? Um, it looked like you just stuck about, your finger in an electrical <laughs> socket, dude. <laughs> I had about three jobs. I was delivering beds, working at Home Depot, and a fucking uh, 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 shuttle driver. Jesus. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it was rough, man. It was rough. Yeah. I mean, bro, what you should have done for, for work, you could have sheared that off and, like, you know, sold it to, like, a... To, to like a sheep farm or something like that. I mean, they could have made a serious wool coat out of out of what you had going on up there. That was some that, that was some serious salad, my friend. They would have been cold as fuck because you could see that shit is mighty thin up top. <laughs> <laughs> and you're not the only one. That was the other thing, buddy. Coming back on this on this last season, I mean, there's a few guys that it's like it's time to just let it go. All right, your 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 hair has you may be back on the show, but you left your hair at home. You probably should just like, I mean, just let it go. Just, just, just take it off. Yeah. It's, it's a losing battle. Yeah. There's no point in me keeping it, man. I know who you're talking um, about too, by the way. Wait a second. <laughs> uh, so again, going back to, to, to the, the, the competitors, I guess, showing up now. Do you think that there are certain people on the all-star season? There's only a few, in my opinion. Who do you think would actually be able to be successful and hack it on the uh, on on the on the challenge the the, the flagship show if they what, were the given flagship? the, the um, hall pass if they were given the the, the 
the, the ability by their family and work and whatever else to go back. Yeah. Just phys- from a physical competition standpoint. From 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 uh, one and two or what? Sure. Uh, well, you know, Brad, Mark, Derek, I think even LT would do okay. He's going to go in elimination, though. He's going to yeah. go in because he can't swim. Because he, he can't yep. swim. Uh, Nehemiah will be okay. But, yeah, I think a lot of us, we still will be all right. Well, I know you would, buddy. You just don't. You just, yeah. I mean, you're like Benjamin Button, Yes would man. be you, fine. You, you just, you just, <laughs> you, you just go. Now, yes would not be fine. There would be way too much controversy in that house. He's too nice of a guy. <laughs> Gotta have a meltdown day one. Oh. He'd be like, wait oh, a minute. Before, this isn't yeah. Doctors well, Without no, no, Borders. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> no, he is a good guy, though, man. If, in that first season, like, he, he, Man, I'm telling you, he had everybody, and he always knew he had the right thing to say. That's why he should run for president. He's really good at yep. that. He's really good at that, man. Yep. I mean, he had Derek flip the script. We just went up there, me, Alton, and Nehemiah shook hands because we were, I was looking for self-preservation, and so was Alton and fucking Nehemiah, and they tried to make the same meals out of me. And yes, it, you know, Hasella flipped it up, and the house was going crazy, but the fact that Derek was able to flip-flop after Yes gave his long speech, they didn't show it. But he gave this long speech and Derek just couldn't do it. He just couldn't say his name. That's how good wow. he is, bro. I'm telling wow. you. Wow. Well, that's how good hold he is. On. He might be good, but Derek isn't exactly one who's known to be like a controversial <laughs> player. Derek does not like, Derek does not like to be put in a box. He does not like to make controversial decisions. Kind of a lot like you. You guys kind of have that same thing where you just don't want to rock the boat. Yeah, no, I never want to rock the boat, man. That's the way I play, man. You guys, you guys rock it and I'll stay and I'll like, you know, you guys rock it and kill each other. Go ahead and kill each other. <laughs> You're like the anchor in the back. You're like, guys, you keep rocking it. Once you all fall out, I'll be here to paddle home by myself. I got a question for you, though. This is a real question for all the people that watch the ruins. What do you because got? Because there was that time where I knew for a fact, just because I could read the room, like it was you, Kenny, Evan. And uh, you guys had Derek and you guys were cool with me, but I knew you guys had a strong three. So remember, that's when I knew there was money involved. That's why I kept throwing myself in because I did, after Cyrus was gone, who was going to be the scapegoat? So that's why I sat down and asked you guys, if I go on this last one against Kahuta, I won't go into the very last one. But then, of course, I got fucking kicked off. For yeah, I was going to say, much. was this before or after you, 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 you dribbled Brad's head on the floor like a basketball? No, this, is, <laughs> this was before I went in against Kahuta. And you guys said, no, we won't throw you in the last one. Yeah. Now, I just want to know, were you guys going to hold that true accountable or were you guys going to try to throw me in that last one? Again, 100% anyway? we were going we to stay true to our word, man. I mean, I... Okay, I, I figured. I thought so. I was just curious. Sometimes people ask me that, so... Where we were at in that game... And the way that it all shook down, and this is how the challenge goes. It's like, whatever you can do to make it to next week, whatever you can do to skip this elimination and make it to the next elimination. Um, But no, we were 100%. Listen, I was the next next man up because while people love to talk about like the J.E.K. dynasty and me, Kenny, and Evan and us working together, I was in in that trifecta, I was always low man on the totem pole. And that, I mean, it showed that season when I had to go in against Dunbar, even though I was the one that took it on the chin to make the, to, 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 to put, remember when, when, when I, uh, when I was the one that was tasked with putting Kellyanne against, um, against Evelyn, Evelyn. you were still there for that. When Wes lost his yeah, goddamn yeah, mind. Yeah. 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 yeah that was yeah. all me. So I took one. I literally like 
took all the heat for that. Kenny and Evan just were able to stand back and be like, hey, man, we didn't know this was going on. We take no responsibility for it. But no, 100%, dude. Um, that was actually another question that I had. Was this the first time that you've back been back in a house with Brad ever since the uh, the, uh, the the that no, fateful no, that we, fateful we, night? No, in the house, in the house, yes. But uh, we we've, we've seen each other. We done we did a uh, Spartan race together. So we kicked him in Sacramento and hung out and everything. So yeah, no, nah, we've been cool, man. That's just a bad night of drinking. That was a very bad night of drinking. That was when most people don't know this. That was the last time we were allowed to have brown liquor in the house. Really? A lot, a lot changed. A lot changed that season, man. After that season, no more brown liquor. And that's when they started dyeing the vodka green or blue or whatever, because Tanya would wake up at like 8 a.m., fill up a water (laughs) bottle with Bacardi, (laughs) go down to the pool. And by 11, when everyone else woke up, would be absolutely hammered. And then people were filling up, you know, putting Bacardi in water bottles and taking it to eliminations. It used to be lawless, bro. It used to be a different world. Yeah, I used to put the water bottle in the vodkas at the at the eliminations too. Them, them was the good old days. Oh, so, but so she you, was smart. She would bring it to the chat. She would bring it to the challenges. I wish we could do that now. So when if there oh, is yeah, a train, yeah, I yeah, there's feel nothing a better. Loose. Nothing better than being two shots doing a challenge. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's go dangle off about. You guys had enough problems doing that balance beam on episode two or one this season. You guys, you did not need any booze oh, out there, man. man. Come on, man. I'm so glad TJ ripped What's you guys for that shit. We're like, fuck that. I'm crawling. I'm being safe, man. Slower the better. Um, on the ruins, I'll never forget. It was we were sitting there like how I remember sitting there looking at who was left, right? And it was you, me, Kenny, Evan, Brad. Dunbar, like it was like it would Dunbar, like and it was Derek. a rogues gallery. Derek, yeah, that was a serious, serious lineup. And I remember sitting there, and we're all looking at each other, and we're like, "How are we gonna get out of this one? Like, someone is going in. Someone's really gonna have to, you know, really show up. Someone's gonna have to step up to to, to make sure they make it to the end." Enter you and Brad, both absolutely shit faced, hammered, and the problem just took care of itself. <laughs> I'll never forget the two of you coming in. Brad just want, he had like rage in his eyes. You're sitting there like, guys, just, hey, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to stay out of the fray. And, um, I mean, do you remember, do you remember that, that, that night? I mean, do you remember when, when, how that all went uh, down? It's, I just remember him annoying me. I don't remember ever snapping. Um, and I just remember asking, can I defend myself? It was a long, you know, they only show a, sh- a short snippet of it. It was a long night and, I just remember finally just getting irritated, but I just don't remember hitting them though. I really don't. I really don't. I know. So it was just a bad night of drinking. But I remember, I remember you saying that too, because that was still when I think there was a a bit of a blurry line between physical contact on the show. Now it's like, if you sneeze on someone, you're going home. Like it's, now it's It's like, yeah, it's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. It's horrible. Just like how, 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 how Fessy got sent home. That was horrible. horrible. He didn't even do nothing. He just barely pushed. Yeah. And I remember you asking, I remember we were all in the room and you asked the producer, you were like, if he comes and gets to my face, can I defend myself? He almost kind of, she almost kind of did a one of these and then walked out of the room. Like, eh, I'm not saying anything. Um, and we were all sitting there like, how's this going to end? And, and, and we all know the way that it did. And what, what ended up happening was the way that that season worked. You remember you all, everyone had like a bank account, whatever money you had banked in your bank account, that's what you got to take with you to the end. And by you got eliminated, and then the, you had like the biggest bank account in the house because you had just taken 67, out Kahuna. 
And then seven thousand, dude. And that was back in the day when, like, if you if you walked with twenty grand, it was like a huge. It was like, oh, oh my yeah. god, this is a payday. Now they're giving away a million, half a million. So that was a different. It was a different time. And I remember you once you got sent home. Brad walked out looking like a Neanderthal with this like massive knot on his head. Um, but yeah, all that money went to the pot at the end. So I mean, that was uh, that was a, a very unexpected, fortuitous. And you guys uh, turn didn't of send me shit. You guys didn't send me shit. I did. It must have gotten lost in the mail. <laughs> look, look. <laughs> I did. I, I definitely did. I, I sent you a. I, I sent you some uh, some band aids for your knuckles. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Experience the thrilling burst of delicious cherry flavor with the crisp and refreshing Pepsi Wild Cherry. Also available in zero sugar, diet, and mini cans. Pepsi Wild Cherry is the perfect way to indulge your wild side. From a Friday night binge watch to a raucous evening of pizza and sweatpants with your friends. Pepsi Wild Cherry lets everyone get wild their way. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. This episode is brought to you by UGG. Y'all know UGG is a brand that athletes wear all the time in the tunnel and on travel days. Well, I bet you think UGG season is only during the colder months of the year. Oh, contraire. You're wrong. You need to check out the latest spring drop from UGG. They have everything from sandals to clogs. I like the sandals. UGG has you covered for your next spring adventure. Shop the Golden Collection at UGG.com. This episode is brought to you by Empower. You got money questions like, can I retire early? What are my best savings options? Can I afford to pay for my kid's education? Luckily, Empower has all the answers. With Empower's real-time dashboard and real live conversations, you get clarity on your real-life financial goals. So join 18 million Americans at Empower What's Next. Start today at Empower.com. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Sponsored by Empower, not an endorsement or a statement of satisfaction by a client. Going into this season, and this is another thing that, that, that I noticed just from, from the outside. You know how important alliances are, right? Building alliances are in the game. It's, uh, it's, it's part of the game. It, it, it goes like, you know, it's, it, it, it's just, it just goes in, in lockstep with the game. Is there a difference? How are alliances formed, I guess, on All-Stars? How is it different than the way alliances are formed, I guess, on the regular challenge? Because from what it looks like to me, it's not like, A, like you said, these people have been out of the game sometimes for a decade. You don't talk a whole lot on the outside, which is the way a lot of times alliances are formed. People are chatting it up, creating alliances before the show even starts. Is it the same or is it a little bit different? Because it seems like you guys get there and you're like, hey, what what should we do? Yeah, let's, you want to work together? Yeah, we'll work together. Someone like meet someone five days ago and now they're best friends, they're in an alliance. And I feel like people get a lot more personally invested in the All-Star se- season too. Like they forget they're playing a game. And I got this from the episode, you know, the first three episodes that I watched where it's like people really get personally invested and really hurt when their name is called. Yeah, Um. I don't know, man. The Lions thing is not something I've never been good at. I know I've been good at making it and staying out the fire. And that's part of it because I don't go in making fucking alliances. Yeah. I don't make promises I can't keep. Yep. So, I mean, there's certain people like, you'll know, like me and Brad go way back. We know that we got each other. Like we'll, we'll help each other out much as we can. 
And same thing like with Derek. Derek, Derek knows I yep. love him. But if you fucking lose the first couple challenges and you don't show up and compete, your ass is going in. There's nothing we could do for you. So we don't really start making alliances till it starts getting a little bit past those first couple weeks. At least I don't. You know what I mean? Because I get a lot of people asking me, oh, can you have my bad? Like, hey, I can't make friends. Like, John A's one of them. I love her to death, but I got other past relationships with other people like Katie Doyle, you know, Kendall. So that's how I usually go about it. People I know longer or who I still talk to a little bit more, you know, and here I am just meeting John A, who's hella cool, but I can't promise her nothing. You know what I mean? So I think a lot of people do come in with alliances and it's only obvious if you did a fucking season together, of course, you're going to have each other's back, you know? Um, but also, I'm not going to make alliances with people that ain't winning. Fuck that. Yep. Yep. Yeah. What are you going to do for me? Exactly. Um, and I've had, I've had multiple people on the podcast this season and my, and that's what I always tell them. I'm like, if I give you one piece of advice and if I can tell you one secret to longevity in this game and extending your season out, it's don't talk, don't say names, do not let names come out of your mouth. Don't tell people where they are on your list. Who's your one, two, three who you're going to send in, who you're not going to send in, who you're working with. If someone comes up and is like, we have my back, do the CT thing and just talk around in circles because so many people get themselves jammed up <laughs> way too early in the game. And wouldn't you say that that's kind of, if you boiled the strategy down to just how to, 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 to make it in the game. And this is besides the strategic part. This is besides the physical part. It's to what it's to, I mean, like you said, not, not make any not deals before you need to make yeah. them. I mean, that's always been part of your yeah. game, has it not? Yeah, always, always. I mean, there's there's a few that you know, you know, like, of course, you know, I'm going to have the back. Even like when I talked to you when we did Invasion, but then, fuck, there was no way out of it. We yeah. all were going against each other, you know, so. Which, that was the biggest, and I get this from fans all the time. Fans, I mean, even huge fans of the show. Biggest missed opportunity in challenge history was the way they formatted Invasion. How are you going to bring the champs on, right, who are supposed to now prove that they are champs and we're going to have to school these rookies, these newbies, show them how the game works. But instead of making us go in against them, we have to go in and battle each other like that's just what that, that was just such a missed opportunity, man. They really dropped the ball. They really dropped. They really dropped the ball with that one. With that one, I was just so happy to come back. They had starved me out for a good five years. <laughs> I was just happy to be back, man. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't yeah, care. Yeah, yeah, I was happy for you to be back too until I had to go and fucking put <laughs> pads on and run into you in front of a barrel for an hour. That was brutal. I think I still have a concussion yeah. from that. I was sore. I was sore as fuck. I was more sore on that Hell one than I was from Zach. Yeah, me yeah. too, no, I was sore man. As fuck. Oh my God, dude, I couldn't walk for like a week. I'm like, all right, yeah, I'm, I'm old. Um, but I guess what I'm saying is with, and this is like the vibe that I'm getting, like with the way the alliances are, are are forming this season. Do you feel like the people who've been out of the game for a while, coming back in, playing the game, they're obviously going to be a little bit out of practice. The, the, the game has evolved. It has changed a lot. But do you feel like the strategy, do you feel like the strategy of how to play the game, how to create alliances, how to kind of like move and shake around the house do you feel like that's changed a little bit? Like people have kind of have, have like lost a step? I don't know. TJ, I'm telling you, man. TJ, everybody saw All-Stars 1. It looked like a great old fucking time, which it was. People were uh, volunteering to go in. The the If you won, you didn't have to say a name. You just sat back, let let everybody else fight. Uh, this season, hell no. 
everybody has to get their hands dirty. It's like if you win, you say four names, and then you give the whole house everybody knives. Now, who the hell y'all want to kill yep. out of those four names? There is yep. no fucking easy way out. Even there, everybody has to say a fucking name this season, and that's what's so fucking hard. And I find out real quick yep. that maybe it's not good to fucking win. Maybe Dude. you know what I mean, like oh, because especially if you get along with everybody, you know, it's TJ made it way harder this season, man. And the shit is about to go down. What I and I, what, this is what I love. Uh, uh, your game has always been. I mean, bro, you're just a master at just like not getting involved in the fray and kind of staying out. Like you said, let other people rock the boat. Let the bullets whiz over your head. Soon enough, everyone is going to have killed each other off and you'll just be there to pick up the pieces. But what I loved was this this last episode, the, 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 the third episode, when you and Tina nominate yourselves. All right. You, you win. TJ's like, oh, yeah, you're going to have power. This isn't power. You're now putting me in the worst position ever. And you could not have picked a worse person to have to make oh. that decision with because it seemed like you and Tina were in this negotiation of what names to put up. And you would promise everyone in your room, MJ, John A, Kahana, guys, you're in my room. I ain't going to touch you. And then somehow all their names get put on the board. My whole fucking room. My whole fucking room is in the fucking board. Man, I couldn't believe it. You know where I fucked up at? Where This is where I fucked up at. I tried to do the right thing. I told everybody that was on my team that I'm not putting them in because they helped me win, which is the right thing to do. But then when I started looking at it, I don't have history with Melinda. I don't have history yeah. with Jasmine. Yep. You know what I mean? Those yeah. like I could have thrown them in easier. You know what I mean? Yep. Like. Yep. I, I really, I would have, yeah, I was just in a fucked up situation, man. Then I realized right there, maybe I don't want to win. It was so funny, bro, watching you. You were so uncomfortable, man, when you were sitting at the table. And Tina's like, all right, well, I'm not putting this. Like, why was she so opposed to, what was his name, George? Why was she so opposed? The, the, Steve, the guy that looks like Steve. an Aquaman, Steve. Why is she so opposed <laughs> to putting that guy in? Hey. You met this guy three days know. ago. He's cool, though. He's funny, yeah. Hey, the funny, funniest thing, I got on the fucking bus, right? And he still teases me about this. I got on there and I'm like, hey, what's up? Oh, Ayana, what's up? Yeah, the one with rocks on the bed with, uh, because I've never met her, but I remembered her. And then I saw him and I said, hey, what's up? I thought he was a fucking camera guy. <laughs> and then he was like, hey, what's up, man? Steve. I was like, oh, shit, Steve. I mean, because he looked like a camera guy. He had fucking sweat wrists, sweat bands on his wrists. You know what I mean? Like, a, yeah, he yeah. looked like a fucking camera guy. You know how he they does. dress. He looked like fucking Darren. He looked yep. like Darren, the audio guy, without the, without the colorful gear on. You know, yep. like yep. I thought he was a fucking camera guy, man. You're like, where's your boom at, buddy? Don't you, shouldn't you have a box of wires yeah. attached to you? Yeah, I had no clue why she was trying to save him so much. I had I had no clue, man. Um, no clue. So, what was the fallout? What was the fallout from that? I mean, did you go back into your room? I mean, was your was the whole room just like I mean, you had to go back into that room they after heard us. all their name? Uh huh. I told him everything that happened. I was just straight up. And that was the funny part because because she was like, no, you can't do that. You're not going to throw me under the bus. I was like, go ahead. No, you just go ahead and do what you want to do then. You put the names up. I'm tired of arguing with you. Whatever you want to do. It's a, no, 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 no. You can't throw me under the bus. I'm like, no, nah, well, just put the names up. Do what you want to do. You can Jeez. go ahead and control that. I got tired of it. I, it's the second fucking uh, challenge. And I'm already stressed the fuck out, which is very rare. And yeah. that is not healthy for my game. It was I don't not like stressing like this. <laughs> I love I love watching it though. It's 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 hilarious oh. to watch because because this is so counterintuitive and uh, to, to 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 the game that you play. Like I said, you are not one oh. that wants to make a decision, call out a name. You want someone else to do that. And now you've been putting this. I mean, that was you guys made some some big moves there. I mean, Jody, MJ, 
you know, you 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 threw some big names up there, man. I was like, holy shit, here we go. Yeah, and uh, number one dude I was trying to protect, Kahuta ends up going in. That's the only one I was really trying to protect, you know? And I just think on on Tina's part, this was an ill-advised move because it's like this. And this is what I've had to learn over the years is sometimes you need to put your emotions aside. And if you play with your emotions and you're like, I want this person gone because I don't like them. okay? but it's also like, okay, you're going to throw this person in. But if they come back now, you're now you're you're, now you're in a shitty position. And sometimes you have to be like, all right. Do I like this person? Do I want to be around them? Do I have a history with this person? But if if it seems like right now there's kind of like a ceasefire, don't be the one to take the first shot. Yeah, you got to throw in the person who you think is going to lose. Exactly. Um, and again, I think a lot of this just comes with people being out of practice and not playing the game for a while. Um, speaking of people being teased, man, were they hard on Derek for that outfit of his? Did you see it? I mean, it was like the whole house. It's like, what? <laughs> It's like, who are we voting in Illumination? Like, oh, cast member, are we voting Derek's, you know, fashion oh. sense in? It was so sad. I felt bad for the guy. Bro, the funny thing is he pulled me to the side and he was asking me about who he wants to throw in. He was like, I don't like Steve. I said, what are you talking about? He was like, why not? He's like, he's making fun of my fucking outfit. I was like, what? He's like, yeah. He fucking came to me. So he told me the whole thing that went down, but I didn't think nothing of it. But then when I watched it, now I see why he was so fucking mad. That shit was hilarious. Dude. You should have saw him when we pulled up on the boat. He had another one, though. And he was sitting on the front of the boat because when the intro, they showed me, Brad, Tyler, Janelle, Katie, and um, Tina. We were on a small, like, speedboat. They were on a yacht. So Derek had another outfit. It was nice, clean, little chubby fit. And he was sitting on the front of the boat looking at our boat like he wanted to be on our boat. But he looked like a fucking deckhand. He looked like he worked for the damn boat. I swear. He looked like that, 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 what's that show down, whatever, down below the deck. Below that little, deck. The reality below show. Deck. He looked like he was, yeah. It looked like he had a uniform that was for the yacht. Like he was a fucking deckhand. It was fucking hilarious. Kahuta put it best. He said he looked like, he looked like he took a, like a five-year-old's bed sheets and made an outfit out of it. <laughs> yeah. Guy just can't catch a break. Um, so the elimination, the way that it shakes down, Nehemiah, I guess, then gets to choose between Derek and Ryan. Uh, I mean, obviously, that caused that. that uh, um, yeah, that caused that caused some waves, I guess, in the house. Um, yeah. In my opinion, I mean, wouldn't it have been smarter to put stronger guys on the block to try and get rid of a get rid of a stronger guy? I mean, I know that's not the route that you wanted to take, but just playing the devil's advocate. I mean, you put up. You put up Ryan and Derek, man. I mean, these guys aren't exactly lighting up the radar guns, you know? Yeah, but if we start doing that, they might start doing that to us too, though. You know what I mean? But you, I no, but you have, but you, player, I feel like you have a better standing in the house than, than a lot of – and, again, this goes back to kind of what, what you were I saying before. Is, same like first season. When they when TJ put me on the spot and, all right, when uh, – when uh, what's her name was then? Beth, first season. And I'm like, oh, well, who you want, Beth? So that's what I asked Nehemiah. Who you want? I'm cool with Nehemiah. Who you want? It makes it easier for me. He said he wanted you, so that's why I'm putting in you. It, it, it makes me feel cleaner about the game. That's all. But then what happens down the line, when, that's easy in the beginning, giving people the choice. Yeah, and then it's, well, or it's like, well, this is how we played it before. We got to choose who's going in. I just think it's a dangerous precedent to set. You know what I mean? Because then what happens if someone's like, well, I yeah. want to go against Darrell. And it's like, no, 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 no. Let's have a house vote here. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, if they want me, that's all right. I'm okay with that. I want them to call me out. I like that. That's going to put fire in my ass. Oh, you think you could beat me? I like that. I never got to do a duel. I always wanted to do a duel. 
I never got to either. Well, actually, I did. Tyler eliminated. I was the first one eliminated on the duel because I didn't know how to lift watermelons. I didn't know how to count. <laughs> I don't know how much a fucking watermelon that weighs. The, is that the deadlift? Was that the dead? That's the deadlift. Yes. One, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, yeah, thirty-one that's, that's watermelons. A one, bro. That's a that's thirty-one a watermelons. One, don't weigh know, that yeah. much. Oh god. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. I love. By the way, I love seeing Tyler back on TV. Um, oh man, that boy could eat. He can eat. I mean, he, he needs, I think he needs to, I needs to, he needs to eat a little more and, and, and also sweat a little more. <laughs> he could sweat a lot, bro. <laughs> um, all right. So the challenge that you guys did, the balance beam, we talked about this. We, we talked about this before. Um, is TJ sitting there after like giving you guys shit? Like, like, like what must that, you know, are you guys offended at all when he's sitting there like like ripping on you guys for 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 not competing? This Man. is the one thing I feel like sometimes TJ doesn't realize, and he has to do this because production tells him to. But sometimes what makes for better television does not make for your it, it doesn't make better game. You know what I mean? Exactly. This is not gonna benefit my gameplay. Yeah, it might look better on TV, but why am I gonna risk possibly losing and going into elimination or perform or underperforming? To uh, to give you what you exactly. want. Exactly. I don't. I don't give a fuck. I'm not here to impress TJ. I'm here to stay my ass out of elimination as much as I can. And if I do go in, just show up and compete. It's that simple. So I'm gonna play it safe. Yeah. After you saw Nehemiah went and he fell and he went early and once he fell and we're like, oh hell no, nah. ain't nobody, ain't nobody tried to run across. Everybody crawled. <laughs> I saw. I saw, fuck dude. That. The the other thing that I noticed about. I think that probably what they they should have maybe dialed it back a little bit um, is the entrance into the house. Because you know as well as I do that that for me, picking your rooms, who you're going to bunk with, who you're going to room with, arguably one of the most important aspects of the game. But allowing a lot of these people who have been out of out of uh, out of practice for a while to stampede into the house. They're lucky there wasn't more like broken hips and pulled hamstrings, dude. I mean, I was uh, <laughs> I was a little bit worried about that. Was a big risk production was taking, letting everybody just charge in there like the bulls in yeah. Pamplona. It's funny you say it's important who you room with because I actually had a chance to room in a better room, but I said no, I better stay in this room because there was Kahuta, MJ, John A, Ayana, and Sophia, where I could have room with Brad, Derek, uh, Tyler. But I knew that was not a good look for me. It was a better room. Yep. No bunk beds. Yep. But I was like, I better go in that other room. Just because they would have been looking at that room like, you guys are a fucking target now. Yep. You know what I mean? Me, Brad, yep. and Derek in the same fucking room with Tyler. Like, I knew better to go in the other room. Yeah. And, and, and you know, anything that, anything that's said around Tyler, man, you might as well put it on Twitter. You know what I mean? <laughs> you got to ask. You got to get Brad. You got to get Brad on here later and then ask, ask, ask oh, him he'll about be on. with Tyler. Oh, Brad, uh, oh, Brad is going to be on. Tyler. Yeah, I bet. Oh, I've roomed with Tyler. Yeah, that guy's that guy's <laughs> that guy's gas should be is lethal, bro. You could put down a small animal with Tyler's farts, man. That guy's oh boy. No, that's, um, that's Mark. That's Mark. Really? Mark's got some stinky farts. <laughs> he, well, he's got you know what it is. All that uh, all the all those like calcium, all, probably all the the the, uh, the the calcium shakes that guy's that guy's drinking these days. You know what I mean? Speaking of uh, rooms, so you roomed with Sophia and Ayana. What went down with this whole hair braiding incident? I mean, I've never seen. That's what I'm saying. It's so funny. I feel like the drama that takes place in the All-Stars house just seems a little bit different than the drama that takes place in the regular challenge house. 
I mean, there was this huge meltdown, this blow up over over hair braiding. I mean, were you there for that? But what, what went down with this? I, you know what? I wasn't there, but we were in the same room and me and Kahuta were laying in the bed. And then all of a sudden we just heard them talking and we, we thought we thought Ayana was playing, but she was serious. So she said something and she started cursing at at, uh, at Sophia. And then Sophia started crying. John A came in and she told the story. It was over the hair. She asked her to braid it a certain way. And I guess Ayana's like, no, nah, I got you. I'm going to braid it like this. But Sophia was triggered because that's how they used to braid her hair. She's from Haiti. And when she came back to the States, they would make fun of her. The kids would tease her. And she asked her not to braid it specifically like that. And Ayana didn't listen and did it anyway. So they got into a big argument. And I think they were cool back in the day. So I think there's more to it. I think they have yeah. a history with each other. Yeah. Not like. Like, I just think there's something more than just the hair. You know what I mean? Yeah, that was more like that. That was just more like the the excuse to to send her in. That's what she did. I thought it was. A, I mean, yeah, it seemed, it seemed like it seemed like a pretty small uh, thing to be to, to, to then use as your reasoning for nominating someone to go in. I mean, that was a savage move, dude. She's like, listen, pick oh. me, p- pick me and I and I will make the decision of, of who goes in. Oh, and she said it right away. She said, Sophia. It's like she had a sawed-off shotgun and just shot her right in the face, point blank. Took the heat off everyone else, man. Um, back to TJ, I guess, ripping on all you guys. TJ says, play to win, don't play not to lose. Is he a little bit off base here? I mean, does he not? is he not taking into account that this is like that you guys are actually here playing a game? You think sometimes TJ gets a little too involved in gameplay? I want to see TJ do it. I know he's a phenomenal <laughs> BMX biker, but I want to see his ass get out there and do some of the shit. I know he'd be good at the height stuff, but I want to see TJ do some of this shit. I I've, I know, man. I I say the same thing all the time. It's a lot, but I've even told him, I'm like, would you do this? He goes, and he's even said in the past. He goes, like, fuck no, dude, no shot. I'm good. Uh, <laughs> see, a lot of people they they don't take account of how long it takes for us to actually do it either, like to hurry up and yeah. wait. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's yeah. the hardest, the mental aspect of it. Yeah. Is that the same? Is the All Stars the same as as, as the regular? Because I know in the regular challenge, it's I mean twice three times as long as all-stars it seems like all-stars is a much more condensed production schedule yes right? all-stars you don't have as much time to think whereas the flagship there's a lot more time of downtime yeah. which drives you fucking nuts don't get me wrong it's still a lot of hurry up and wait you know but the flagship one is just way too fucking long man you start getting irritable and angry well that's the point I mean, that's the whole point of doing it. Maybe yeah. that's why. Then, then it, like in Iceland, I was doing fine. I had my nice little room. I had a nice bed. As soon as they fucking moved me, I was hot. Like yeah. they moved me to another room where I couldn't sleep. You know, how I like to sleep. I like quiet. I got my earmuffs on. Got my earmuffs, eye mask. The goggles. You know, he- about- Darrell looks like a helicopter pilot when he's sleeping. <laughs> I remember. So once they yeah. moved me, I was I was irritable and miserable. And then, then that's when I got sent home. So that'll do it. Listen, I'm listen. I am a huge fan of sleep and having my like Zen area where, where I need to, to chill. And, uh, yeah, you take me out of that. That's the worst thing you could do to me. If, if, if I start losing sleep, if I'm not, if I don't feel rest, there's some people and I'm always impressed by these people who can literally drink party, whatever, get drunk, show up the next day and be fine. (laughs) If I don't get, if I don't get, if I, if I don't get a solid 10 hours of sleep, I am, I'm a junk show the next day. Yeah. Is it the same when it comes to, uh, I guess what you have access to phone calls? I'm, I'm assuming still no books, no magazines, none of that. Right. 
Now they're no, a lot, it's a lot, it's a lot nicer, man. They're they're more uh, we're more responsible. We're more they respect us a lot more because we respect them. We clean up after ourselves. We wash the dishes. Whoa, I mean, what? dishes might get a little out of hand. Wait, yep. what? Everybody washes People their do own di- dishes. Get yep. the hell out of here. Yep. Everybody washes their own dishes. Uh, everybody's more respectful. Um, so the crew's a lot nicer to us. So, so it's basic. So what you're saying is it's basically nothing like the regular challenge because. I shit you oh, not, no. man. Hell no. I've never we get more phone calls, more phone calls, all that. The kitchen and the sink in the challenge house literally looks like a science experiment. It gets so disgusting and so gnarly and so out of control. And you look at these people and you're like, I know your house at home doesn't look like this. Like people just think it's like we don't have a maid. We're going to be responsible for doing all these dishes. And it's just like this soupy disgusting pile yeah, nah. of dirty dishes and forks and, oh my god half eaten yeah, food yeah. in the sink like what are you what are you doing that probably only happens like maybe twice maybe twice but then it's like from a like a long night of us drinking and shit you know but that probably happens twice but people get up and do it and clean it themselves so tell me about a long, night, that. a long when, when you say a long night of drinking in the all-stars house is that is that different than a, a long about night 11, of drinking in the challenge house about 11 o'clock shutting it yeah, down about 11 o'clock Yep, 11 o'clock, <laughs> shut it down. <laughs> Lights are out at 11. Everyone's in bed. Everybody's out. Everybody's out. See, that sounds like a dream to me. Because that's the problem. This, oh, my God. The other house, it's like, these these idiots will stay up till 3, 4 a.m. with no booze left. It's like, guys, we've been cut off. What are you still doing awake? And why are you yelling so loud? That's Kyle and Devin, man. They'll stay up all night. Oh, They'll God. keep throwing oh, them know. back. Yeah, two of them. Um what's the um i guess what's your outlook then i mean i know you know what goes down the rest of this season but after the after this episode after you i guess being forced to basically throw your entire room into elimination you you afraid at all about what the the, the repercussions might be coming back your way yeah man i mean yeah it's this i told kahuta that i wasn't he was safe i told him he was safe and look at he's fucking going in so and he he goes in, he does his thing, but I know for a fact they looking at me like, can we trust Darrell? You know? Um, but I told I told him everything that went down, so I didn't lie, man. You know, it just came to a point where I mean I could have fought harder, but I thought I fought enough. I was out there for a long time. And like I said, it's the second fucking challenge. It's too much stress for me. Too much, too early. And it shows, man. It shows that there is literally nothing you can do. I mean, Tina is not budging. She is a difficult human being to try and negotiate with um you were between a rock and a hard place man there was no, there was nothing you can do and everyone's yeah, gonna see I tried, that when man. They watch. i tried yeah i hope so <laughs> so let me ask you this so we so this is the second all-star season uh we've seen you on do you have any desire to go back um and and, and compete on the normal challenge would you be able to what kind of vacation would would your wife make you take her on if you were going to be gone for that long Oh man, um, I'm definitely down, but I definitely want it to be where it's like us versus them. Yeah, like I want it to be more like old school versus new school. Like so give like, us uh, me, the real you, invasion. you know, Derek. Yeah, yeah. Give us like give us like the people that's been doing all stars because I think for them doing all stars is gearing everybody up to get them fine tuned to get used to hurry up and wait again. You know. Yep. And then put us in the fucking house with them and put us in separate houses. Yeah. You know. So right now you guys are almost like in like the farm. This is like all stars, almost like the farm league. Like we got to get them ready. We got to get them back. We got to get them used to like game speed before we toss them back into the fire. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, that would be nice. Now, we just need some more girls. That's the only problem. We're not getting Emily's and we're not getting Rachel's. We're not getting uh, Laurel's. Laurel's, even Carl. Yeah. We need we need all of them. We need them because that's, yeah. you know, the girls make a difference, you know, because they got like Tori, Casey. Yep, Nani. So, so in the perfect world, in Darrell's perfect world, he would come back to a challenge season when it was basically the invasion format done properly. Yeah, that'll be good. We're, we're, be we're not good. going in against each other where it's us because I've gotten that. I mean, I can't tell you how many fans have said that. It's like, it's like we need to have all these new kids, the ones that are, you know, making noise and 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 thinking that they're the next iteration of, of the challenge. They need to really, you know, earn their stripes, earn their dues, pay their dues, and actually see what they're made of. Because if the challenge has yeah. proven anything. Over the past few seasons, and I, we don't know how this current season, Spies, Lies, and Allies is going to go down, but it's that the cream continues to rise to the top, man, and 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 the vets just keep on keep on winning, dude. Yeah. So yeah. we need it, man. We need to make it happen. And the cool thing about it is, if they do it, you know, we get to pick who goes in from our side each elimination. And if I'm fucking up, I don't mind going in. If I'm holding us down on challenges, I'm okay with that. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the way we should do. I mean, they should do listen, it. Listen, if we're on a team again, if listen, if we're on a show again, two on a team, I, I wouldn't mind you going in either if you want, dude. I mean, that's cool. <laughs> I'm not okay volunteering, but if I'm fucking I'm up, okay I know I need to that. go in. <laughs> well, listen, man, I'm excited about, you know, just kind of seeing the next iteration of the challenge. I'm, ne- I'm really excited to see how the all stars and the, the flagship season, if it does, you know, uh, uh, coalesce and mend together into one show. I think that's what the fans really want to see. I think that's what the fans need. I think that's what the franchise needs. Um, and no, if they definitely need it. Yeah. And if All Stars has proven anything, it's that there is this insatiable appetite for nostalgia and for old school players to come back. Um, and I would love to, uh, you know, to be back on the screen with a lot of you guys as well and really, uh, you know, show yeah, these man, new kids we how back, we used man. to do Come it on, back man. in the I day. Was, I've been wondering where you've been, man. I know you're doing first look and all that, but we need the bananas back in the house so you can start hey, a man. pot. Give me some entertainment, man. I'll, I'll be back, brother. I will be back, man. And and when I am, I hope it's on a television screen with you, dude. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right. Well, listen, man, I appreciate you coming by the podcast, uh, taking some time out with your family vacation. Um Tell the wife that I owe her a drink for allowing me to 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 to, to take this time. So <laughs> buy her something. I'll Venmo you. All right. All right. I will do, man. All good. All right. Thanks for stopping by, and uh, good luck on the rest of this season. And again, hope to see you on a future season again, man. So uh, thanks for stopping by the Death Taxes and Bananas podcast, where the tea flows like wine, and my guests instinctively flock like the salmon of Capistrano. Until next time. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, 
File a claim right on the State Farm mobile app and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.